are joining us on the Props Network for a snowy, salt-covered, sleet-slicked episode of The Walk-On. I am Joel Wachowski, and over there, he's got a little slide going. It's none other than Brian L. Mitchell. Brian, how are we? Silver Bells. Hey, how you doing? Silver Bells. Dang. Look at that bass. I feel the resonance right there. It's electric. How you it, doing? I am okay. I keep taking L's, actually. When I say okay, that's a lie. The truth is I am on a losing streak in the, in the gambling in my own life. What can you do? Uh, you just keep on, you have to keep on trucking, Joel. That's all you can do. Yeah, I changed my process, you know. Mm-hmm. I usually do some analysis. I usually sure. think and look at certain factors. I let you pick my bet on Monday night, and right. it was one of the greatest Monday night games in history. It, it was. It, it felt like I was watching Monday Night Raw. When it's right at the end, Undertaker comes out of nowhere. He's been dead for eight days, and then he comes out of the ashes, and Lamar is done pooping, and then we have a winner. He throws a touchdown, and we go crazy. It was an unbelievable performance capped off by a safety that swung millions of dollars in sports books all around the country. Oh. Ravens betters rejoiced. Browns betters they were just crestfallen, but that wasn't about me because I had teased the under, thinking it was 30 degrees and 17 miles an hour winds. So it was such a great game. Every football fan except me was happy. Hey, it, Cleveland weather is tricky. One second, it is bawling rain. It's going to sleet. It looks like it's never going to look like, a, like Earth again. And then the clouds part. And look what you got. You got a, a great day for Justin Tucker to hit a 55-yarder to put a dagger in the hearts of the Browns fans. Yeah, and just at the end, Justin Tucker comes in old reliable himself. I hate his guts. but He's, he's a robot. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's not human. And the Ravens season, it is alive once again. You guys, the Browns. You know, they showed a lot of great things. Baker had his moments. Nick Chubb is right there with the best backs in the NFL conversation. But the Ravens are alive. And we are going to be able to have money on them this weekend because of the money line. So rejoice for that. Hooray. So I do apologize. I'm going to be a little tired in this episode. So I talk about how I'm taking L's. So whatever, it's finals week. I'm very busy with the show, with finals for four classes. Mm-hmm. And yesterday my professor says, you know what? I'm going to start the exam window at midnight. And I figure, you know what? This whole week will go better if I just take it at midnight. So I... What? Yeah, I was going to just stay up late and do it. So my girl got me all riled up. I studied. I was prepped. I was ready. I I drank a bunch of coffee so I wouldn't be tired. Midnight comes. Professor forgot to upload the exam. So you're just you're just wired at 12, 12 a.m. Yeah. And now I suddenly have an exam the next morning that I have to go to sleep for. I was up till like. 5 30 i i was able to sleep till about nine then i took the exam before the show you know we left some points on the table not my finest moment but you just got to throw up your hands in those situations if you're gonna be the only guy who's losing on that amazing monday night game where even if you lose you're wildly entertained this is nothing to me this is the way my week is going and i'm here for it but hey i hope i hope that you one of those questions you kick the Justin Tucker, 55 yarder to give you that B plus that you need to win. That's what you want. Yeah. And you know, it, 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 it's kind of like a Brown situation where I'm, I messed up in this class. I took my A sure. down to a solid B kind of yeah. like I'm not winning my division, but I'm in the playoffs. Right. And even if I did great, I'd maybe get a B plus. If I did terrible, I'd get a B minus, but I went through all these struggles. I had all this drama and it was like super crazy turn of events, but, I'm in the same position I was going to be anyway. And that's exactly what has happened with your Cleveland Browns. So keep your head up, Brian. Keep your head up, Joel. And I, dang, I feel like I did a good job there. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) So I do, I do, 
I'm optimistic. I'm going to set the table for a big bet in our Wild Wednesday segment. Ooh. But, um, you know, I, I did have a take I wanted to get off my chest, Brian. Okay. I'm scared, but keep going. No, no, it's football related. It's, it's good, clean fun. Okay. And, you know, watching more NFL games, trying to be more analytical, I think I'm perceiving certain patterns. I'm really determining who the who the valuable players are in this league. I think I got a better handle on it than I ever have before. It's why I've made money on this season. Yeah, yeah. It's why people are making money off my my analysis on this. Like two thousand, two thousand dollars, more than that. And um, is there a more overrated player in the NFL than Devontae Adams? Whoa, pump the! <laughs> well, how can you say that? I, I really don't understand. The whole world is on Devontae Adams' jock right now. He is obliterating yardage marks. People are putting him in for first team All Pro, and I think he might be the fifth best receiver in the NFC North. Why? What? What changed all this hate for for for, Don, for Devontae? I, I don't understand. It's not about Devontae. It's not hatred for Devontae because if you really pay attention to that Packers offense, and I hate to admit it, like I hate the Packers so much. Yes. I don't want to even mention the word Packers on this show. This is this is why you, you have it out for them. So you're 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 picking, you're picking on your using your analytics brain to to say some harsh things that Devontae might just come out and say, oh, I am the best receiver. No, no, but he's not. He's he, Marvin Jones is as good as Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams plays in a Green Bay offense. And where, where does where does this uh, – where does Jones play? Jones, he's the number two receiver in Detroit. Oh, okay. Detroit. Devontae Adams, he's just like Marvin Jones. He's a number two receiver mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers just is that good. And Aaron Rodgers plays behind an amazing left tackle. He's got an amazing – Running back, if there is like a a true talent on that Green Bay offense that's not Rodgers, it is Jones. He's a legit incredible back. Mm -hmm. And then Devontae Adams is an average receiver, just like every Green Bay receiver has been for the past 30 years. We've all watched this offensive system for decades. We've seen no receivers that were able to experience their success elsewhere not even a one, and it's just a simple fact that whoever is in that number one role is going to have that production. I watched Green Bay feed Devontae Adams on the goal line three times last week. There was a drop. There was a gadget play that yeah. didn't work, mm-hmm. and then he scored a touchdown. And did he score a touchdown because he was a great player? No. He's, he just got that many touches in the offense. Come on. Come on, Joel. He has over four-plus seasons with 10 Plus touchdowns. Okay, he's on. What is he? He's got what fourteen right now. So he's he is on. He's marching up the field to be one of the top like for single single season touchdowns in the league. So and that's great. Him? But that that was also true for the pedestrian Jordy Nelson when he's injured. There's no drop off between the production that comes from him in that one receiver spot versus Valdez Scantling in that number one receiver spot. Green Bay doesn't have a worse win loss record when he's out of the lineup. So I don't really, I see, he, I think he's the byproduct of an amazing offense, just like Antonio Freeman was, just like Bill Schrader was, just like Greg Jennings was. If there weren't 15 receivers in this exact vein that we've watched, I would maybe think, oh, yeah, Devontae's a tremendous talent, but he has no transcendent physical abilities. His hands are just okay. He's 6'3", 215, and his speed's pretty good. What am I missing here? You're not giving any respect to, yes, yes, Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball and be efficient, but players have to catch the ball do good things with that ball to get these optimal performances, okay? You're talking about where's T. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton has been hurt a lot, but where is he at without without Andrew Luck? That's a different T.Y. Hilton, right? When Peyton Peyton left to the Broncos and, you know, Marvin Harrison, anyone else better than Marvin Harrison without Peyton? 
Like they were a match made in heaven. That is chemistry. Sometimes you just have chemistry with your players because you hang out, you have eats, you have Zoom meetings, you play Xbox One. I don't know. You play Cyberpunk for a little bit and you learn each other and make that mold, make it a team. So yeah. you're, I, I don't understand here. And I'm not saying, oh, Adams is trash. I'm not saying he doesn't belong in the league, but I'm saying he's probably like the 27th or 28th best receiver in the league. Okay, I mean, that, who, I, who, who's a better football player? Devonte Adams, who, you know, he is the end link in a chain of an amazing offense and he gets commensurate production or Jarvis Landry, who just uses one specific skill set, one specific route free to be an essential part of an offense in whatever system he plays in. I, it's a this is a chicken in the egg, Joel. Okay, yeah, you should. If the players are getting that praise to be doing that, doing well, and it, it's a byproduct. It, okay, Chris Paul has twenty assists in a game. All right, he's averaging 20, uh, 20 assists. Is Paul George the best? It, it, let's just say, Chris Paul passing to Paul George is if with those twenty assists, is Paul George the best in the league? No, it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul's doing the whole thing. Yes, I know, but he, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Paul, they're both in State Farm commercials. They're both distributed <laughs> in the rock. Like, come on. They're in the same Jet Jake's phone context. So, yes, yes. Everyone's giving their own discount, and I get it, but it's a byproduct. I think and, I'm right on this one. I don't, well, I mean, see how this let's see how the season plays out. And I said, fifth best receiver in the NFC North. Is he a bet, Brian? You're starting an expansion team. You can have him or Allen Robinson. Who are you taking? Uh, the proven guy, Devontae Adams. I need okay. to, I need to... over Allen Robinson. Come on. What well, Allen Robinson has like a couple good games and was promising last year and like, well, I'm just gonna go with the with projection. I'm like, no, Allen I, Robinson I, was a top five receiver in the NFL. Like there isn't a thing Allen Robinson can't do. He adds every dimension to your office. He's with he's at the worst QB play a, a play a player can possibly I'm, have while playing next to these Great Lakes. I, I'm with you, Joel, but it, it sounds like your your Green Bay bias is a, overshadowing Lambeau Field a little bit. That's all but I'm how's, saying. How's it Green Bay bias when I'm I'm praising all the these other elements of the offense i'm saying oh it's the protection it's the artist at quarterback it's this amazingly effective run game he's got the easiest job in the nfl and he's pretty good at it great <laughs> that's what you want he's clint capella playing next to james harden that's all he is oh man that that's that's a rough one uh but let's just see how this let's how the season plays out if he gets 20 touchdowns this year who are you gonna say? Who's is he? Is he a good receiver? Is he a top two receiver for you if he gets twenty touchdowns? No, uh, I've evaluated the abilities. I've watched him as a player. I've put his tape next to other receivers, and I believe this. Like to my soul, he's he's okay. He's Marvin Jones. Yes, he's okay. Oh, and I think a little bit better. And if you look, if you look through, uh his receiving yards through the years, he doesn't rack up a lot of receiving yards because of Aaron Rodgers. But does he get in the, does he get paid dirt? Yes. Is that because of Aaron Rodgers? A little bit, but it's a lot about the athletic ability of Devonte Adams. Yeah. He's got great yak abilities, which you would expect. You from, yeah. But that's what you expect from a, a very good to pedestrian number one receiver, like uh, say golden Tate. So that's about the level Devonte Adams is on. Oh, you're you're comparing Golden Tate. <laughs> you know you're outrageous. Golden Tate's falling off a step now. You Golden, know you're Golden, outrageous. Golden Tate was a great player for a long time. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. I, I, I preferred Golden Tate to Calvin Johnson on my football team. I will say that as well. Oh boy. Golden Tate's one of the ultimate winners in this world. Okay? I, I'm just glad, I'm just glad you're not in charge. I'm, I'm just glad you're not a GM for a football team. <laughs> 
I'm going to be a GM for your football team, and we're, I'm going to bring a Super Bowl to Cleveland, and then you're going to know I was right about the receiver position. No, because you don't know how to even address the receiver position. So I don't want you to touch a GM position at all. You wouldn't draft a receiver. You would do like a Ray Horton and be like, we don't need receivers. We, we can just get them from a scrap heap, and that would be okay. I would have picked Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's great. That's one. Okay. Okay, so this, we are here at the Props Network. I think we found our, that was me channeling my Stephen A. Smith, you know? I was just putting him up. It was going in. You could see the veins showing up on Brian's neck. Ooh, I, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I was, I was a little angry, but it's okay. It's all right. I like it. And that is just the kind of rapport we have at the Props Network because gambling, it's a, it's a great frontier of sports. It's a great place to put down your money or socialize with, with friends. And it's, it's a wonderful thing because gambling, it allows you to make money on your opinion. Where else can that happen in this world? You really can't. You're not right if it's going to rain tomorrow. So you can be right if the Packers win on Saturday. They're going to thanks to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. But, you know, join us in this journey. If you're watching, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. If you're just watching the clips, you think they're pretty cool. We do a nice long form podcast and that is called TP and the Walk-On. It's on, oh boy, it's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes or is it Apple Podcasts? You know, maybe I'm too old. The only thing I know about Apple is just... Uh, I'm not going to go there right now, but a lot of stock splits. But join us on the Props Network journey. Hit subscribe, and we're going to be back. We're covering bowl season like no one else, and we're going to talk about championship weekend to the best of our abilities. Are you stoked, Brian? I am stoked. We got a lot of lot of young kids trying to find their own in this week. Yes, we do. It's championship week in college football, and... You know, we're getting 12 inches of snow in New York. It's going to be pretty wild outside, and it's going to be wild in the studio because here he is, our college football analyst, Eli Sayre. What up, what up, what up? How are you, Eli? I'm doing good. I like what you said about uh, Jerry Judy earlier. Hey, Jerry Judy's a great... Yeah, it's about time, about time he starts talking sense around here. Yeah, someone needs to. So yeah, because Brian Allen Mitchell doesn't appreciate Jerry Judy, it would seem. You know what? I'm going to keep working on Brian. I tried to win him over with the Jarvis praise, but it didn't work. Where did where did Brian go? Uh, Brian might be looking at a few technical issues. He might pop in for a second here and there. Hmm. Is everything all is it my level still? No, nah, I think we're all right. So it's an amazing week in college football. So I just wanted to congratulate you first of all just for Gus Malzahn getting hired. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I have, I have, I have mixed feelings about that. It was, it was nice having him over there, uh, keeping, uh, keeping Auburn mediocre at best. Uh, I think this is good for Auburn. Certainly, uh, you could hire a compost pile, and it would do a better job coaching, uh, leading a team to a championship at least than uh, freaking, uh, freaking Gus. And I, I hope I was talking to a friend of the show, George Gordon, about this. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I, I was telling him Hugh Freeze, and now it looks like Hugh Freeze actually is the uh, top uh, uh, contender, him and Mario Cristobal. But I kind of don't see that happening. I think I do see Hugh Freeze happening, just like, you know, a, a slime ball for a slimy place. Yeah, I think so. But why not let him finish the year? I think there was a little bit of insult to injury. Malzahn, I mean, it wasn't great right now, but he achieved a lot for that program. So I think he maybe deserved a little bit better. My guess is that um, maybe uh, Hugh Freeze is a good uh, salesman. They'll always be closing. He's probably like, oh, I got offers over here, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he's talking about a sex worker he knows. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and we talk about my about is the Auburn job a better one than the currently has? I don't know. Like, no, you can at least go to heaven still. Hey, leave those biases at home. Sorry. So I know you are a big college football fan. I know you destroyed our bullshit game last week. Yeah, that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm going to lose everyone this week because I guessed last week. And I want to lose everyone this week so that I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, so it is It's pretty easy. It's um, the college football trivia. Everyone should know. 
So first question, we all know Bucky Badger is played by a Madison native named uh, Marvin Williams. Uh, what's Marvin's home address? <laughs> uh, three, four, five, Rudy Lane. Uh, what is it? I, I, I swear I usually know this one. <laughs> incorrect 101 maple road you know? uh, that, that's like a generic one that's one i could have probably guessed all right i promise i promise i'm getting the next one okay so um when i attended usc who, <laughs> what former players room did my buddy andrew live in and he sometimes got mail for mark sanchez Incorrect. That'll be Carson Palmer. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So we all know I, I, I grew up a Michigan fan. Um, you know, uh, my first game, my mom's coworker, Jill, actually took me to it. And uh, what sort of car does she drive? Oh, a uh, Beetle. No, it's a Honda Accord. So, you know, better. According to who? Okay. Oh, for three this week. We'll move on. Ah, I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> no, hit me hit me now you're good you're 0-3 there's no chance you can't i know no, 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 no. hit me let's let, no let's talk about these college football championships that's better oh. than any goofs because i don't want to talk i don't want to do jokes i want to talk about this slate of games because it's incredible yeah yeah it's gonna be a fun uh fun freaking uh weekend if you ask me uh, I, I can't wait i'm looking forward to bama Whew, i love, love me some bama i'm, I'm a little bit nerd i'm nervous I'm nervous about uh, Florida, even and uh, the the LSU thing doesn't make me less nervous. I just think that Florida's just going to be like furious. I think so. So let me back up just a little bit and give the back my background for how I think this week is going to go and why I how I want to take advantage of it in the gambling front. So, do you know what a round robin parlay is? Um, I was, I'm oh, sorry. I was just talking to a friend of the friend of the show, Sam. He, I let him, hang, he's a fan. I let him hang out every now and then like talk to him. So round Robin parlay. Yeah. I don't, you're the, you're the, you're the gambling boy. I'm, I'm the college football boy. You're the gambling boy. Well, here's the deal. There's a lot of favorites. There's a lot of good teams that just don't want to screw up their bowl prospects that are pretty big favorites in their game. So I could parlay them all together. That's a little risky. Or I could just put them in a bet that breaks down to like 50 different bets that's all a combinations. So I'm going to pick seven teams. You're going to help me pick those teams. And the bet will be placed as 35 different three-team parlays. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that wonderful? It's going to be absolutely... I'm about it. I'm about it. So I've got the team set. They're mostly championship games, but I have a couple weaker ones thrown in there just for the sake of math, but it's going to be wonderful. So I'm into this, not only because these teams have things to protect for their season, but if you look at the location of a lot of these games, they're supposed to be neutral fields and they're being played in one team's stadium. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's true. Nice. So it's a wild, uh, it's a wild week. This, the season's great. Uh, this season's amazing. You go, you go nine and zero on a quiz one week, you go Oh, and three, uh, the, the next week, I, I love it. Yeah, because this was the week I marked because we have the Clemson Notre Dame rematch, and that's getting a little scary to me. But yeah, I do, we're going to talk about that. But I do think there's just great value across the board with some of these steep favorites. But let's start with a non-championship game. Over here, we have Texas A&M minus fourteen, a minus five seventy money line. They're visiting the Tennessee Volunteers. Is there any chance? A&M blows this? I don't think so. I think they're going to be uh, uh, putting a chair, putting an angry cherry on it. And uh, Tennessee just has nothing to live for in general as an organization. So uh, let's see if they even have a pulse, to be honest, at this point. Yeah, because Texas A&M, there's a good chance they're going to get into this playoff, depending on how that Clemson and the, the Notre Dame Clemson game could, uh, and also I guess Bama. It's Bama could lose to Florida. That could happen. I don't think Florida, but Florida's not. I, I think how does Florida even? How, how do you make the case for Florida getting in over A and M? Then no, you, you know can't. you can't really. No, that that was a gift for yeah, and one hundred percent yeah. And but just in this game, 
Texas A&M, they're going to have to run up a margin victory. So I, I love their money line here. That's going to be in my Robin. I, I like the points as well. Minus 14 seems amazing. What what's the, What is the spread? 14. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This is a 35 to 10. This is A&M putting their resume out there. And Tennessee's gotten worse every week of the season. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. So that's going in the round robin. That's going in the round robin. That's the basis of the round robin. This mm-hmm. one I'm not touching, even though I think there is a good advantage for some of our gambling friends just in the home stadium thing. So the Conference USA Championship, University of Alabama, Birmingham, they're playing Marshall in West Virginia. Yeah. Marshall with a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I kind of lean U- University of Alabama here. I, I – it's not you ain't, you ain't crazy. I lean towards Marshall a little bit. I think people are going to be a little spooked because of the kind of weird loss to uh, no disrespect to Rice uh, last time they were out. But uh, I don't know. I kind of UAB is good. The Blazers are good. Uh, I don't know. So you're, you're not you're not nuts. But I, I, I think that like I think uh, 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 I think like uh, Brendan Knox is a really good running back. Uh, I think that uh, uh, what's his name Will threw like five interceptions against Rice, and that sucks. And uh, UAB can be very good against the pass, so that sucks too. But I still think Brendan Knox is going to put up some yards. Yeah, but if we look at their last matchup, and if you want to pay attention to how they both played Rice, you know, UAB, they're getting four and a half points here. This is probably one of the stayaways on the slate. But if you're Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say so too, yeah. I think UAB getting the points is a good way to go. And the over-under is 42.5. That seems a little low to me for a pretty high-scoring conference. Well, I will say that Marshall is 13-2 and two when Knox runs for more than 100 yards. And I think he will run for more than 100 yards. Uh, UAB has a good defense, but they have a better pass defense. And uh, I think uh, yeah, I think Wells, Wells will do better than he did. He won't be the star, but he'll do better than before. They just have Marshall just has a really nice. Uh, they have a they have a pretty uh, balanced off offensive attack and uh, a very dominant defense. And I think it'll be dominant against UAB too. And I think UAB again, good defense, but not quite at the same level as Marshall. But I think you're right that it, like stay away ultimately. Yeah, and this weekend, it's not just about how you play your bets on the field. It's about how you play them time-wise. And this is probably a stay away just because there's other games I'm more interested in betting on at this same Friday, 8 o'clock time slot. If you haven't caught, we're going in sequential order. And we have the MAC championship game, Ball State. Ball State. Hello. Look at that. We have a meaningful game in Ford Field. All right. This is going to be the Jared Patterson show, baby. Uh, That's what I'm calling that. That dude's nuts, right? That dude's like Kyle Van Trees. And the thing is, Kyle Van Trees is a good quarterback. He just, they don't ever need him because uh, uh, because their run game is so strong, but he's going to do well. Ball State is not, uh, Ball State has a good defense, but they're not, they're not amazing against the pass. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking Buffalo to cover here. You'd like them to cover the 13 and a half. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's likely just because Ball State's also missing their star running back. Yes, yes, yes. So he's sitting out. And- Caleb Huntley? Yeah. Caleb, Caleb Huntley. Caleb Huntley, yeah, 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 yeah. But I- yeah, yeah, he just opted out, right? Yeah, opted yeah. after a pretty big win for Ball State last Saturday. So uh-huh. it's weird this, that clo- this close to a postseason game. But I'm a little scared of this one just because the MAC championship is so weird. Mm-hmm. Buffalo should have won this conference the last two years. Buffalo, mm. they're, they've got a big monkey on chip on their shoulder. What is it? Monkey on their back, chip on their shoulder. I almost said a monkey on their chips. Which is- <laughs> a chip eating monkey on their, a monkey eating chips on your back. Yeah, that's how much pressure is on Buffalo right now. <laughs> I think they're going to do it. Uh, I think uh, you're right. That is a it's a high spread. Are you saying? Uh, I mean, I think Buffalo is definitely going to win. But uh, you saying you don't like them to cover here, though? I do like them to cover, but this is going to be enough. This is going in the Robin. It's wild. It will be wild. A&M, Expect your emotions to go wild. A and M, they're going to win. Yeah. Uh, uh, Buffalo, what's the prop likelihood? Eight out of ten, seven out of ten. I, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I don't. I'd be I'd be pretty surprised if Ball State. Brian, uh, I'm surprised if Ball State's there though. So what do I know? Brian, you're our resident Mac expert, even though you have the soul of a PC. Is um, what do you think about this Maction? Uh, this Maction, Buffalo is 
Brink now. This is this is their comeuppance. They've been waiting for this for a long time. Um, they've they got beat by Kent State to uh, really hurt them uh, a couple of years ago or to get into the uh, get into a bowl situation. And I think that they cleaned up on those uh, on those issues and know uh, what's vital when it comes down to winning a championship. And what that means to a Buffalo program like that. Yeah, and it's we've kind of lost sight of them. There's been so many darlings, so many Coastal Carolinas and Cincinnati's that we're we've kind of slept on Buffalo. They're one of the better non-power five teams in the country. And Buffalo's a machine. Yeah, really good, really good team. Yes, amazing Mac team. They deserve more credit and help. Mac them. Mac in general deserves more credit. Yeah. yeah. Shout- we all deserve we're going to do an hour on the mac moving forward it'll just be mac 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 okay so this game it terrifies me it is in the friday eight o'clock slate as well it might be a nine o'clock start but it's the pac 10 championship pac 12 championship <laughs> Joe. they found two teams who are going to play in this game Joe. you're going to be like me watching this game you're gonna be all, 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 you're gonna be a, a wreck. But I mean, you would be like that anyway for any game USC has played this year. Uh, yeah, for any, yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, <laughs> over the past two months, USC football has been the most entertaining team in sports. All their games are down to the wire. They win on a last second drive, no matter what. It's been, a, been an amazing product. It's been really good, and I was impressed with the. Uh, I was impressed with the grit they showed. This past weekend against uh, UCLA, that was, that game was a sustained. That whole game was just a sustained USC comeback, basically till the fourth quarter. Yeah, and you might want to disregard them given the margins, but at a certain point, when a team keeps winning these close games, it, it kind of comes out the other end, and you have to really respect it. Yeah, I respect. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're they're. I think they're gonna um they're gonna win this game. I think they'll beat Oregon, and uh, I think that people will uh, take note. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the dreaded three and a half, and against an Oregon team that this is their. If you don't know the Pac-12 championship, it was Washington. Oregon got put into it after a COVID outbreak for the Huskies, unfortunately. And Oregon's had a pretty up and down season, but this is a chance to vindicate it. I'd say it's a. I think. I think overall, it's been pretty good. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, a little up and down. They've been even their wins, though. They've been up and down, and that's how USC was too. But they seem to have ironed it out. Whereas I don't know that Oregon has necessarily ironed out that inconsistency, even though the talent's there. That's why. Yeah, we 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 we're throwing USC into the robin. No, we are not throwing USC into the Robin. I'll probably throw a little bit on the points. It's uh, too risky to be p- tied to a bunch of other things. It's not a shirt. <laughs> but um, this one, you almost shouldn't do it because the odds are so tall. But 12 o'clock, Saturday, high noon, we've got the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis, Ohio State versus Northwestern. Ohio State, let me just cut to the chase they're a minus 1500 favorite they're going in the robin yeah 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 100 yeah i believe that ohio state will be uh out to impress the committee uh what's the spread though the spread it's opened ohio state minus 20.5 it moved to it's now ohio state minus 19 Huh. Are, we, are we doing the spread too, or are we only we only picking yeah, Robin's we'll, right? We'll do the spread for this one because I am all about the Buckeyes here. Yeah, North, Northwestern their offense is pretty slow out of the gate, and they they have a they have a good defense. But yeah, I think I think uh, yeah they're going to be going Buck Wild. I think I think they they're going to be uh, Bucks are going to Buck Buck Wild Buckeyes out to impress. Yeah, and the Buckeyes are going to be amazingly fresh as well. They had. Their last game get canceled. They've been the subject to a lot of controversy. So it seems like a situation where Ohio State's going to make a statement. And this is an Ohio State program that usually makes a statement. (laughs) Yeah, I like like them there, too. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I see a 49 to 10. I think this is over very early. Brian... Do you think there's any chance Ohio State gets upset here? 
I hope it happens now. That'll be fun. <laughs> I'm thinking more like 42 to uh, 21. I think that's my 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 prediction. No, this this is a uh, uh, what we call. Uh, I'll take uh, two hundred for easy game, Alex. This is come on, guys, come on. Well, you're pointing up like he's in heaven. He is. Yeah, <laughs> take, put Ohio State in the parlay. Take Ohio State in the points. This is going to be a party for them, Northwestern. They are in for some trouble, I think. I think so. I think I think I'm I'm less. I don't think it's going to be quite as like I think uh, I think uh, I think Northwestern will put some points up, but I do think that Ohio State's going to cover. Yeah, the, I it the the Buckeyes have won twenty consecutive Big Ten games. Uh, of twenty six points per game. True, uh, I believe Northwestern has covered the spread a lot this season, though I believe. Yeah, they have, and I've been on the wrong end from a lot. And OSU's defense is not amazing, so I do think I, I'm, I'm predicting they get like uh, that. Wildcats put up like uh, 21, but I, I, I think that um, uh, yeah, 42, 21. What was your prediction? I think um, 49 to 10 was my prediction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it made the Wildcats can probably score more than 10. It's a still a secondary for Ohio State that has some questions in Northwestern. But it's still going to be a it's still going to be a blowout. Like it's still going to be a not even close yeah and and this that's not the game you're going to be watching at noon on saturday because there is a battle for the very soul of college football i'm i'm so nervous about this game i don't know why it just feels like there's so much at stake philosophically in the big 12 championship you have (laughs) first oklahoma Oh. oh buddy this one I, uh, what do we think? What do we think? What are you? How are you advising your fine viewers? Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> I I don't know. I I really don't want Oklahoma to win. <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel about it. Am I, I really don't want Oklahoma to win. Let me advise my viewers on this game. Do you believe in right and wrong <laughs> or hell? Do you listen to a Johnny Cash song and just? Root for the little guy, Iowa State. You gotta back him here. You gotta back Iowa State. You gotta. It's too sad. It's too. Life is not worth living, and it's too depressing if we gotta sit here and say Oklahoma is gonna win the And if no, Iowa State, baby. Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, Iowa State. And Iowa State. Bank it. They exemplify everything that's good. And everything just about college football they've built a culture they're changing these kids lives they it's they're overcoming the odds look at the budgets of these two programs iowa state has a fraction and it's just this bloated corporate nike run qb machine under the bob stoops regime yeah there and, and oklahoma's out here like i heard oklahoma's out here trying to overturn ballots and uh, contest uh, votes in the states of uh, texas and pennsylvania there, there are a bunch of boomers right we, you know, we had. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a talking to. I'm gonna get a talking to. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, no, but uh, this, this I, Oklahoma team of the past five years, if this would change and just really signify and put a bow on all the amazing challenges Iowa State. Has, and we we both like Matt Campbell. Oh, I love him. He's my favorite. Yeah. college ranks. Lincoln Riley's gonna be fine. He can go. Go go off to the NFL somewhere. I don't care. Who cares? But but Campbell, solid yeah. dude. Yeah, and Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, AT and T Stadium. I think it's an Oklahoma victory. Yeah, probably. I think it's the most depressing <laughs> part of the college football day. And I, it sucks. I'm yeah. Sorry, but I, I, I don't. I didn't go to Iowa State. I feel like I did. We are all Iowa State now. Gonna be a shame, but we are with. It sucks. Where are the All Blacks? Open yep. the odds. It'll be worth it. Yep. Yep. Just do the right thing. This is just doing what's correct. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's a it's a stressful slate because our other darlings. Coastal. So many darlings. And there's so many lovable teams in college football this year. Uh-huh. And a lot of them are in trouble this week. 
Well, yeah. Well, it's championship games. A lot of them. This is this is their test. This, this is the the big one. This is going to be. This is the game I am most looking forward to. Actually, like sit, sitting down and experiencing. Louis- you know. Yeah. Louisiana, Lafayette. Love Louisiana. Versus Coastal Carolina. Coastal is three and a half point favorite. And to set the stage. It was absolutely reversed last two time, Last time these teams played, Lafayette, they were the darling. They just beat number seven, Iowa yeah. State. Yeah, yeah. Coastal came in. All of the money, I think 88% of it was on Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. Coastal won. They set off on their, their streak that changed the program. And now is UL going to return a favor? I don't know. I've I've often uh, spoken of how much I like uh, Billy Napier as a coach. Although uh, he had a questionable call uh, the other week uh, towards the end in a win. Um, I don't know. I think Levi Lewis is a good quarterback, but I don't I don't think there's any stopping Grayson in them. I and I love Louisiana. I'm torn because Louisiana, especially the last couple of seasons, I've really enjoyed watching and rooting for. Uh, and so, but now Coastal Carolina, I'm really loving them too. And I want like kind of want like. Uh, you know, Jamie Chadwell's put together this amazing season. I want I want them to be rewarded for it. So uh, I both want, and, I guess, and believe that uh, Coastal will win. What's what's the spread? Three and a half. Ah. And yeah, I think I think Coastal. I if I'm gonna be honest, I think they're gonna. I think Coastal will probably cover that. If I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, because maybe Coastal's defense is better when they played earlier this season. I'm going to be on Coastal. I'm going to advise on this one, but it's not one of my slam dunk picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that way, too. Is it going in the round robin? No, 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 no. We're very conservative with the round robin. Um, We're so conservative with the round robin, we'd actually be in your target audience. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The next game. (laughs) The one I keep alienating with jokes? Yeah. Next game, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. This is it. The championship. What's this? Oh, who cares? Uh, (laughs) Notre Dame at Clemson. There's every reason in the world to like Clemson in this one, even before we get to the fact that it's in Charlotte. That being said, as someone who's been on Clemson all year in this game, the 10 and a half points seems like a lot. Yeah, that's that's mm. yeah. I would. I I feel like they're gonna win by ten. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they might. I don't know. I, I they might be like. I I would really want to buy Notre Dame. I do think they're better than they usually are. But I don't completely buy them, and I don't completely buy that they should be ranked in the top four. Honestly, I don't know. I don't buy that they're better than Cincinnati or A and M. But we'll we'll see. I guess uh, I, I think Clemson could come out and throttle them, but you're right that just like because it's a championship game, yeah, that that's a high, that's a that's a nerve wracking spread. Yeah, and with, if the supposition for Notre Dame is that they're a great defense, and with great defenses, a lot of times you don't realize it until after you're on the wrong side of a bet in a game against them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, I still like Clemson here. Yeah, will they're they're going in the Robin, but I would probably tease Clemson with the over, or I would stay away. But yeah. Clemson goes in the round Robin along with. Go, yeah, Notre Dame should go in the Robin for Robin like three other teams out of a playoff spot. I don't know. I wouldn't make a Notre Dame Robin joke because they're useless as a number two. <laughs> Okay, one more, then we'll get to your your heart and soul. This one is scary, actually. If you're just as a casual fan, you'd look at this game and you'd go, "Oh, Mountain West Championship, San Jose, six and a half point favorite versus Boise State, Boise all day." I don't know about that. Yeah, that's um, that that's a tricky one. What's the what's the spread? Six and a half points in favor of Boise State. I think Boise State's going to win. Um, I think uh, I think uh, what's it? Hank uh, Hank Pockmeyer's a bit of maybe an underappreciated quarterback. Um, but San Jose State's really good this year. Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 a little high for me. Yeah, and if you're just following the programs, there's 
a couple of like really troublesome whispers coming out of the Boise locker room. And it just seems like San Jose State's kind of running pretty high right now. They are just really galvanized. They're playing for their coach. They're piling up big victories. So I kind of think an upset could happen here. It, it could. Uh, I think what you're talking about, are you talking about uh, if George Holani is completely healthy? And, and there's just a lot of controversy with the Mountain West Conference as a whole. Okay. So that might be just be a little distraction. For I, it'll be it'll be a good game. I, I like I like both teams. Uh, I, I like I said, I do think Boise State's going to win, but you like for reasons you've uh, expressed. Uh, yeah, I don't trust it. There, uh, it's going to be fun. San Jose State's they're going to pass like crazy. It's going to be crazy pass attack. That'll be fun. But I do think that because um, uh, they're pretty evenly mad. I think like. Uh, in the Mountain West, I think like uh, uh, it's like the the Broncos is like the uh, oh, hello the uh, like third best offense against uh, San Jose State's uh, like fifth best fourth maybe best defense. It's all they're evenly matched, and I have a friend here, uh, but I'd stay away. I, I'd probably stay away from it. Yeah, yeah, and here you stay away from the line simply because the over under of fifty five is fantastic it's a mountain west championship game we're yeah. seeing 42 38 who knows which way it'll go but 55 seems like a pretty safe bet there yeah that's yeah oh yeah that's that's really good that's gonna be fun yeah 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 on the conference and then you just cheer for the guys on offense to do well yeah yeah you cheer for the offense both times <laughs> and then here we are. We are at a suddenly scary SEC championship game. Alabama, I know this makes sense with their outcome so far this year, but every week it seems a little too high. 18-point hits against Florida. They keep covering, but I still can't, like, in good conscience, like, recommend it. I don't know. Wait, it's 18 points, you said? 18. It's moving higher and higher. And I, I Yeah, don't. No, no, no. And I hope I'm wrong. It's good. I, I've been wrong about that every time, I think. But still, don't. It's just don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about just the game in general. I'm worried that Bama's going to just lose. I'm definitely not going to tell you to to, to cover this, to uh, that they're going to cover the spread. And this game gets a little scarier if you take into account the Florida loss last week. They lost a close game to LSU. They derailed what had been a pretty great year for Florida and Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts. But they didn't have Pitts sat, right? Yeah, but he's he's back this week. Yeah, yeah. But I think like the loss, it makes Florida a little bit more dangerous here. They've got nothing so. to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you beat Bama here, you still can probably finish the season as like a top five team. You can get the best non-championship yeah. series bowl game. The the yeah, the Gators, the Florida Gators, when they're angry or not, I've not not seen the Florida Gators. Last time they were this angry, they ate that kid in Disney World. <laughs> but this is a game I I think I would go on Florida here. I think they're going to be able to score. I think Trask is the type of quarterback who's been able to put up points against Saban defenses historically. So I think Florida's offense at least should be pretty successful. Uh, I can't... Um... For religious and every other uh, reason, I cannot say or out loud or recommend that. So and, I'll, I'll let you cover that. I'll let you say everything that needs to be said. And that. yeah, sitting in your shoes, like I'm a nervous Bama fan. This is the best Bama team in a while. They, team, they say that every year. They say it every year, but it feels like the margin be between them and the other teams is wider this year. Maybe they're not the best Bama team, but they're better than the field by the most this year. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens when we face a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence, though. Yeah, but I hope you're, I hope you're right. And let's see what happens. Or, or a Kyle Trask. Trask. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, 18 points is just too large, and I respect this Florida offense too much. They lost a weird game under strange conditions where boots were flying through the fog. So, <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know George Bush attended that game, but <laughs> it's just 18 points in a primetime SEC championship game. Maybe the, I like Florida in the points. No comment. I, I, I think you agree with me. No comment. <laughs> and then lastly, we have in the AAC, 
Tulsa at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, this game's being played in Cincinnati, so it's great that is it? Yeah, that stadium gets to host a professional football game this year. Um, yeah, I like Cincinnati here. Tulsa's been a tough out. Tough Tulsa's played very Tulsa made has made us look bad this season. <laughs> Golden Hurricane made us look a fool. Yeah, who who was it that we was like no chance and they beat them? Was it SMU? Where we were like so cocky about it, and then oh, they yeah. made us look like idiots. SMU <laughs> maybe was Memphis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. They're yeah, yeah. Tulsa's good, and uh, they have a really good. They have a they have a really good defense, you know. And uh, but I think I don't know. I like Desmond Ritter. I think they're uh, uh, the Bearcats are also like, and I'm going to be uh, putting an angry cherry on it. I think they just maybe deserve to be in the final, you know. But uh, they're they're going to be trying to impress, do everything they can. Uh, I think that uh, Tulsa's good. They handled Navy impressively. Uh, last game they played, and uh, I think their one loss was to like Oklahoma State, and it was not, it was close enough, uh, but like maybe a touchdown, something like that. So it's not a, it's not like a slam dunk. I'll say that, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, and like it's enough where I'm not going to take the Cincinnati spread here, but yeah, I'll throw them in that Robin. Oh yeah, put them in the Robin for sure. I think they're going to win. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's the spread? The, the spread's 13 and a half. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, no. you, you take Tulsa there, right? Yeah, yeah, you take Tulsa there. And maybe yeah. if I'm advising on Tulsa, I shouldn't have Cincinnati and the Robin. Like? Uh, you you know about gambler's ethics. Okay. I think I think it sounds like a great wild thing to do on a fine, snowy, wild Wednesday. No, no, so help me out here. Where does this go wrong? So I'm going to put the Packers in over the Panthers. I feel good about that. Clemson, Notre Dame. That's safe, right? Yeah. I think so. Buffalo, Ball State, safe, right? Yeah. And then safe as this weekend's going to be. A and M, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That's good there, still, right? Mm-hmm. With then we have, I said Buffalo, I said A and M, Clemson, Cincinnati at Tulsa. Throw Cincy in there, yeah. Throw Cincy in there. You think they're <clears throat> as sure of a thing? As yeah 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 yeah, and then I have Ohio State Northwestern. Yeah, and then I need one to round it out with. I wanted to keep it all in college, just because that's the way I've been doing. I want to find out how I do by Saturday night, and I was thinking Utah hosting Washington State. And um, you're throwing Utah. Yeah, I was thinking Utah. Hmm. I believe that that is not foolish. Yeah, so this, I can lose one of them. I'll still make money, but I feel pretty good about all these games. Maybe I'll end up swapping in Utah, but it's a big championship weekend, and this is how I want to play it. I want to spread everything out. This is when good teams are going to take care of business. I'm feeling less confident in the Utah-Washington State thing as the seconds go by. I will say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I can also pick Utah out because six teams is still... I don't trust... I kind of don't trust Utah, if I'm going to be honest, man. That is... Not, okay. not this not this season. I don't... And I'm uh, Traditionally, I really like and respect Utah as a program. Boom. So we'll be just fine there. We'll take Utah out of it. But that'll be the round robin. So what's our best game this weekend? Best? Yeah. Who are the Dolphins playing? <laughs> Dolphins. We'll get to I can <laughs> all solo. I gotta go deep into the opinion machine, but you're gonna be all over UL Coastal Carolina. You're gonna be watching BAM, of course. And is there an over under? We should Oh, is that my is that my favorite um uh oh what's the you were asking I'm sorry, you were just asking me what my favorite game this week was gonna be. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, those two. The two that you guessed are new. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was being asked a question. Yeah, and this weekend it's just predicated on being at a TV with a laptop nearby, 3 30 Saturday. You got Lens of Notre Dame on the TV, you got Coastal Lafayette on the laptop, and that's a great way to spend a snowy afternoon. Yeah, and I agree with you on the over. The under, what's the what? What would it be for Marshall's uh, game? Uh, I kind of like that one, maybe for the under. If you're asking, 
Oh, for the Marshall over under? Yeah, what is it? It is 42 and a half. Ah, fuck. No, no. I think that they might they might reach that. What was the over you suggested? Because I agree on that one heavy. Oh, was it Clemson? No, Mountain West over. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 300%. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking forward to Coastal Carolina, uh, Louisiana. Uh, and uh, maybe I'm always, you know, Bama's just on another level for me. I'm always, that's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like a person. You have to, okay. Well, cool. Next time we talk, I think we'll be doing breakdowns of all the different bowl games. So okay. I can't wait to do the home. That game. I'm excited for. I was like, this was a fun one. I loved breaking down these games. It was fun. Why was it funner this week? It's always fun, but this week was funner. Well, this week I had more time to do my homework because oh, okay. I don't have to. It's easier to talk about 10 games intelligently than it is to talk about 40 games intelligently. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice to actually look at specific matchups, look at where the money was and look at how the history aligned with these. And I, honestly, over the season, I've enjoyed college football so much more because of our conversations and this week is the payoff for it. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a blast. No, I've been, this has been a great season for me, too. Doing this has been a, been a treat. Who, what's your, what, what games are you most excited for this weekend? Um, I'm most excited for Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. that. Ah, a, no, but I'm like, hmm, I'm going to be nervous about that one. I just want to – I want Iowa State to win so bad. Yeah, I mean, that is – what we watch sports for. That's a great theater. That is a classic good versus evil story. And I think sports fans of all ilks can get behind that matchup and just enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, thanks Eli. I'll talk to you next week. All right. I'm signing off then. Yeah. I got to do right. NFL solo. I'll see you soon. My friend. Later everybody. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Brian. Later Eli. So we are here at the Props Network. Welcome back, Brian. I missed you. Hi. I mean, you you weren't there as much as I usually like, but your usage was incredible. The laugh, you came in. That was a pinch hit home run, my friend. Hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. Great breakdown with Eli. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend, and I, I just feel good talking about the Mac. I feel like I'm doing right by you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in the right spot. Well, and if you're with us, you're in the right spot because the Props Network, they're covering gambling in such a fun and exciting way. I went into depth about how cool the future builder was. And if gambling is going to be more mainstream, you need to find an outlet that gives you the best information in the most easily consumable way. And that is the Props Network. We've got blogs from great comic Donnie Sengstack about watching college football games to play each weekend. We've got Steve Clark. He bets every game. He writes a great column by, and of course we have five-time Emmy winner Jamoke Davis breaking down just for sport. And of course we have me and Brian giving you the TPN walk-on treatment. We're breaking down in-depth college football games, giving you picks, analysis, comedy in one package. So check out thepropsnetwork.com. Hit subscribe on the YouTube. Hit subscribe on the podcast. And if you're trying to figure out where to put your money on a Saturday or Sunday morning, hit www.thepropsnetwork.com and compare lines, compare futures, and figure out where the money's placed in these games in order to figure out where to place yours. Thepropsnetwork.com. They will help you in your gambling journey. It'll be worth it. All right. It'll be worth it. I'm out of breath now. (laughs) Motor mouth this week, Brian. Oh, yeah. So we got up. You got your your NFL week picks, right? Okay. So NFL week picks. So first of all, you got to like the Browns against the Giants, right? Yes. Uh, it looks like Danny Dimes is out. I don't know why they carted him out when his hamstring was still hurting. We are back to Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy gets to have some revenge. This is a revenge game for Colt McCoy. Uh, so... Don't expect anything great out of them, but I think we're going to have a pretty good game there. Yeah, and the line in this one is Browns by three. I think the Browns cover that easily. I think this is a Cleveland romp. I think we have to find you a way to get to that game over in New Jersey. (laughs) Suggestions. Well, we'll figure it out. I might might, uh, see if I can... uh, 
get into uh, Baker Mayfield's duffel bag and just fold me up in there. And hey, I'm 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 in there. I mean, that just sounds like good business practice. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, there is the money's kind of pouring onto the Browns. It's minus four and a half. But given the awful weather, eh, Cleveland is the way to go here. Yeah, I mean, what we're gonna be because we were playing in Gillette, so we're gonna have some snow. You're gonna snow might be gone, so it's gonna be a cold one. And Cleveland is used to having pretty cold weather, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and secondly, in the weekend, I know it's bad travel. I know it's a weird time difference for them, but it's the Seattle Seahawks versus the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Washington, they're either gonna go with in injured hobbled alex smith or a healthy but still haskins dwayne haskins versus russell wilson mm-hmm. yeah and uh, i mean you know you know that bright spot of uh of chase um you know he's been great these past two games so is it i'm not sure if we can do it all together again but hey you never know the uh, washington it might be peaking at the right time but i think seattle takes care of this without without a lot of problem here Yeah, this is Seattle. There's so much stakes for them. They are a veteran team who's been in this situation so many times before, and they have a great defensive line, but Russell Wilson has made himself hundreds of millions making great D-lines look foolish. Yeah, Seattle easily in this one. And Vikings, I know I like them every week. It's Mitchell Trubisky playing for a wild card spot. I still like the Vikings. Dan Bailey put the stink on their season, a bad start, put the stink on their season. I feel like I'm the last person who believes in them and I like them. I think they're going to take care of business against Chicago. Yeah. I, I think this is an easy one. Uh, <laughs> what they, I think the Vikings worked out a kicker, but they, I think just to put some smoke under, under they kept them? that's no, crazy. No, no, no. They, no, they didn't cut them. They just like added a <laughs> kicker to be like, Hey, um, we, you better be careful. Okay. But I mean, you got to cut him at this point. He yeah. missed a hundred kicks. He, it was like, he missed kicks worse than radio city, not having the Rockettes this Christmas season. That's the level of missed kicks Dan Bailey had, but they're a better team than Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be able to go on the road and win a big game here. And But I do like this game because you're going to hate me for this. Hmm. It features the three best receivers in the NFC North. God, I hate you. <laughs> Everton, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen. Watch a receiver playing this one. And then um, why not throw money on the Chiefs' money line against the Saints this weekend? How are the Saints even off a loss, which is a little scary? They can't score points with Kansas City, can they? They can score a little, little. Of course, you can score like maybe like two touches on them, but uh, you're not going to see an onslaught of of multiple touchdowns from the Saints. That's not happening. I don't see it. Yeah, you're not going to have effective gadget plays from Taysom Hill seven times. <laughs> That's not happening. No. And the 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 Chiefs are in the dangerous position where they played horrible last week, but they still won. I hate going against teams in that situation. That's the good team. You know, you play like crap, but you know you can figure out a way to win. That's what you want. Yeah. Daddy's home. The the real Super Bowl team is here in New Orleans. But the only I do kind of want to back New Orleans because just because they said Jameis has a shot at the starting job next season. So God. I feel like that. Yeah, that, that's I think that's some nice little flutter right there. So it's like, oh, you don't believe in Hill then but you trot him out. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Put Jameis out there. That's the quickest way to make me a Saints fan. And then yeah, if, you, if you put in Jameis, now you, I can see seven touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, and seven touchdowns. You don't know which team's going to score them, but there's going to be a lot of points. <laughs> and this is crazy. Um, a fun bet I like Saturday night is a Packers-Bills teaser. Maybe the better teams will win. That's a nice way when you're really paying attention to college football to just have a good time otherwise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Sunday, is it crazy to put a Rams, Steelers, Ravens money line parlay out there? Uh, no, I think I love that. Yeah, they're they're 
they're all teams in flux up and down. So this might work out to your advantage. That was the most convinced you've sound. Yeah. You were you were like, oh, I love that. That was with a lot of resolve from you. <laughs> so if my round robin hits, I'm going to throw a little bit at all those bets. And I'm going to throw the rest of the wad at that. Oh. Rams, Ravens, Steelers. We are done with the semester. Yes. We are finally off. So we're going to be gambling thousands of dollars as we can. <laughs> and we're going to do that round robin. Yeah. And we're going to do all those picks. We're going to do the Bills, Packers, Steelers. We're going to do Seahawks, Vikings, Chiefs. And then we're going to be throwing down on the Rams, Ravens, Steelers, money line parlay. It's only, it's like 500 to win 150, but yeah, that's a good multiplier. Yeah, that's good. I'm in it. I'm and in then it. I'm I, in it. I will be betting a NBA future Alex Caruso for MVP for you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're coming around, Joel. You're understanding. Yeah. And um, so next week, I think we have the holidays, but we're still going to have some great stuff for you guys. Monday, we're going to be talking about what happened on the gridiron this weekend. And then, can you believe this, Brian? Ah. The NBA is back. Oh, my goodness. I've been watching a little preseason. Cavs look okay. I intentionally don't watch preseason. I will let you know why on Monday. <laughs> and I think we're going to get together with our pal Jamoke Davis. We might do a little bit of home and home there. So if you want to come talk uh, uh, for a road game with me, giddy up. And then um, aside from that, we will be doing a preview of all the bowl games. We're going to be talking MLB hot stove and how that affects some MLB future bets with Michelle neat. And we're going to give you the same blend of lighthearted analysis, gambling, degeneracy, and insight into the worlds of athletics, gambling, and idiots in their thirties. <laughs> so Brian, I hope you have a great blizzard. You too, sir. Stay cuddly. So for Brian Mitchell, for the Props Network, this is TP and the Walk-On, and this is Joel Walkowski walking off.